the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Dr. Joseph A. Mills, Jr. from Agape MC Ministries of Elitaria, Virginia. Thank you for tuning in to our Reigning in Life Through Faith radio broadcast. I pray that today's message will truly be a blessing to you. And when Jesus said, believe, that means believe what you first declared and asked me to do, and I begin to follow you for it. Understand something. Whatever we believe has to be based on what God has said. You just can't go off believing something. And God haven't spoke to you. Haven't said anything. Amen. started a new teaching called Tested Faith. Is that right? Hopefully you've got your notes. We looked at James 1-3 as a a foundation scripture for this teaching. James 1-3. It is important when we're talking about our faith it's important for us to know that what we call faith is really faith. Because we realize, according to 1 Peter 1, 6 and 7, that faith has to be proved to be genuine. And if it has to be proved genuine, then that implies or insinuates that your faith, you can have what you call faith 
and it not be genuine faith could be counterfeit. And I think I said the last time, I don't know whether I said this to you or not, but Jesus prayed for, for Peter. He said, Peter, I'm praying for you because the devil wants to sift you like wheat. But I prayed for you that your faith wouldn't fail. So counterfeit faith will fail you, cause you to have failure in your life. I got to reading something this morning. Just, you know, God always does something just before I get in. I don't know why he always do that. But I looked at 1 Corinthians or 2 Corinthians 13 chapter verse 5 where it says examine yourself. And I think it's in the, uh, the NLT version. It says to find out whether or not your faith is genuine. You examine yourself and determine whether or not you have genuine faith. You know, um, a lot of times we lie to ourselves because we want something so bad until we'll, we'll even overlook the obvious just so that we can do what we want to do and, and, and put it on God. So God told me to do this. And then when everything falls through, we won't go back and say, God, forgive me for what I put on you that you didn't tell me to do. We're going to talk about faith, talk about test of faith. And why, did, why, why even do we need to test our faith? If God says that in, in the third verse, he says, knowing this, that the trying of your faith works patience. In First Peter 6 and 7, he's talking about, you know, that, well, let me just read that. I, let me turn to that. I got, I got so many things I want to talk about, and I don't like to be held up when I get to rolling. Because it's important to hear what the Spirit is saying. Amen. Do you all believe that? Yes. You believe it's important to hear what the Spirit is saying? Not what, not what you say, but what the Spirit is saying. Amen. So in First Peter, the uh, what is that? First chapter, verse six and seven. It says this: In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have grieved, you have grieved, you have been grieved rather by various trials. You've been, you have been grieved by various trials in the world. Nobody like a trial. Amen. Amen. You don't want, you don't want, you, when you in school, you ain't like no test. <laughs> test time come, oh my gosh, people become frantic. Some people get sick when they know they're going to take a test. Amen. I mean, it's, it's a terrifying, it can be a very terrifying thing to know that you're going to be tested. Amen. That's something we have to overcome. So you got to overcome the fear of being tested. Is that right? Yeah, come on, talk to me somebody. All right? You got to overcome the fear of being tested because if not, you're going to fail the test. Yeah. 
Because the things that you know to do, you will not do. Because of the fear of just taking the test. The things that you know will not come to you because fear clouds your mind and prevents you from being able to see clearly what you should be able to see. That means, and then I'm remembering because this morning, or whenever it was, I don't know, I was thinking about when Jairus came to Jesus and said, hey, come, my daughter's sick, almost to death. Come and heal my daughter. Jesus started following him, going off with him. Report came. Your daughter dead. They didn't used to even bother the master. So when the report came, Jesus immediately said, Fear not. Just believe. Just believe. Got to think about this because the Lord says now, now, what was the belief founded on? The fact that although we don't see in Scripture where Jesus spoke anything out of his mouth, but the mere fact that immediately he followed him meant that yes, I'm going to heal your daughter. That's right. You're right. And when Jesus said, believe. That means believe what you first declared and asked me to do and I begin to follow you for it. Understand something. Whatever we believe has to be based on what God has said. Are you with me? You just can't go off believing something. And God haven't spoke to you. Haven't said anything. Amen. I um our new members, Ronnie and his wife, told me yesterday, say, we're looking for a house. And I said, I, I told him, I said, okay, we're gonna pray. And I said, I said, I tell you what. They said they had. They were gonna go out and look at at least five houses. I said your your house will be in the first three houses that you look at. He just told me when I was up here when I slapped him. Y'all see me slap him? Y'all ain't watch me. He said the first house we went to. There's not enough people who recognize the authority that their pastor have when the pastor speaks and tells you something. If I tell you something, it's going to happen. Y'all just think about that. Because a lot of people, they don't have any respect for the pastor. And that's the reason they can't get anything from the pastor. They're on their own. <clears throat> that your faith is always tested. See, faith is even tested to see whether or not you're going to believe your man of God as to whether or not God can trust you 
to do the things that he has for you to do. Because if you can't, if you can't adhere to authority, you can't be in authority. See, the only way you qualify to be in authority is that you can be under authority. And Jesus said, that's what great faith, that's where great faith comes from. Understanding. Authority. Amen. And so a lot of people right in the church don't have what God would have for them because they have no respect for the leadership. Tested faith. See, is your faith really genuine? See, you say you have faith, but if you can't believe in what God has said, see, you don't have genuine faith. You got counterfeit faith. And I looked, I, I, I think I said this before, you know, Jesus used this, 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 this illustration of two houses. Mr. Jerome, this one, he said, it might look good on the outside. But God looking at the heart, he's, he's checking you out on the inside. And you can fool yourself thinking you're all right. No, iron sharpens iron. I find out what's inside of you when, you when you're rubbing up against somebody else. When somebody else is there to tell you some things. We had, we had great discussions last week. I mean, some discussions that y'all probably couldn't handle. And, and, and reason I'm not saying that because I'm a pastor or whatever, but because in order to have a great discussion where you really don't get mad, although somebody else is on one side and you on another side, you got to be mature. You got to be mature. And see, I don't go along to get along. I'm a word person. I'm, I'm always concerned about the word. I'm going to put the word on you. I'm going to tell you this is what the word says. And everything that we do should be something that we have checked against the word. What does the word say? And don't you just do it on your own. Do it with somebody else. Because you may only use the word that applied that, that is good for you. But there are a whole lot of other scriptures that nullify what you are trying to use for you. There's other scriptures that nullify your position. And that's why we have conclave. We have conclave here so that we can expose, you know, the adversary or wrong thinking about any particular scripture. And some people can't handle being challenged or being corrected or being critiqued. I don't mind it. I've been doing it for 30 some years. I started out, I don't know, God just had me just do that. And all my all of my my Bible studies, anybody could raise their hand up. They raise their hand up just in the middle of Bible. You know, I'm teaching. 
put the hand up, you understand? And we stop. We be on one thing for 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 oh my gosh, for <laughs> for weeks on end. We you know we you know we we'd be there. But I was I was humble enough. I was I was not intimidated. Of course, that's we can we can have Q and A here. A lot of churches don't have Q and A. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you 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 got to you've got to when it when the Word of God says test your faith, it means go to Scripture and see, get every Scripture that pertains to whatever it is that you're that you're saying. This is my position. If that's your position then the word of God doesn't contradict itself. And you should be able to go in the scripture and see where what your thought pattern is lines up with all the scriptures that pertain to whatever that subject matter is that you're going in there for. Amen. If you got one scripture that nullifies, that comes against whatever you think, then your position is wrong. I'm just trying. I'm, I'm teaching now. Teaching. You understand what I'm saying? Because it's, it's, it's time for people to understand how to get in. People want to argue. Where did God say, don't argue with them? I don't want to argue with you. We can have a discussion. We, I'm not arguing with you. You know, hey, you want to argue? Go someplace else. I'm not going to argue with you. But if we can have an intelligent discussion about Scripture and what Scripture means, we can do that. And I find that a lot of people haven't they haven't looked enough at Greek and Hebrew references to determine their position and their position is right. Amen. Are you with me? So why do we, why do our faith need testing then? That's a big question. Why do our faith need testing? Faith must be tested so that it may be proved authentic because Patience is needed to acquire the promises of God. And you got to understand something. It's the word of God who makes me have sound thinking that allows me to have the patience that I need. Because I know that no matter how long it may take, what God had told me is coming through. Doesn't matter. Think about Abraham. Took him 25 years in order for him to get Isaac. Oh, somebody. No, I'm good. I'm just. We want to do things real quick. Say it today. I want to do it tomorrow. And there may be some things. Abraham was already old. Where God says Sarah's body was dead. God had to had to awaken that body. And so I say, well, why did it take him so long? Isn't he God? Couldn't he, couldn't he have done it right away? Probably he could have. But apparently there's some things in their lives that also need correcting. So that when the baby came, they could handle that. 
See, some people are not mature enough to handle even what God has told them that he wants them to do. 25 years, Abraham thinking about this kid that he's going to have. Even tried to have it by, by another means, by the flesh. And that's what happens with a lot of people. God has told them that he wants them to do something and they go off and do something by the flesh, not waiting for God. Are you understanding what I'm saying? It took 25 years for for God to do whatever he needed to do in both of their lives to get them where he needed them to be so that this son that they would have, they would be able to bring him up correctly and carry on the purpose and plan that God had for not only their lives, but the rest of the generations behind them. So we only think about us. We don't think about the generations coming behind us. That we are setting up something behind us. So we go off and spend money any kind of way we want to because we're not thinking about our children and our children's children. We're not thinking about leaving a legacy. You got to hear what I'm saying. You see, it's not about me. Once you have a child, it's not about you. (laughs) You like sports cars? Can't nobody get in but two. Once you have a child, you got to give up sports cars. How many, how many of y'all in here, you know, when you, know, when you were small, you wanted a Corvette? And that's, that's, that's my son right here, I know. <laughs> he, he, wanted, he wanted a Corvette. But once he got married, you understand, and even got a motorcycle too. Now a motorcycle, you can ride a couple people on it, you understand what I'm saying? But you can't ride your family on it. <laughs> Come on, talk to me just a little bit, you understand what I'm saying? So some things, you you understand, that you wanted to do, you need to change. We need to grow up. We need to develop. You understand? We got to understand, this ain't about you any longer once you have a child. A child is no longer about you. If you wanted it about you, you probably shouldn't have gotten married because even when you get married, it ain't about you. The reason that marriages don't work is because the people who get in the marriage think it's all about them individually. Marriage works because once you get married, you understand it's not about you any longer. It's about us. Amen. Thank you for tuning into Reigning in Life Through Faith, a radio broadcast from the Agape Embassy Ministries. To receive your gift of today's message on CD, simply send your donation of no less than $10 in the form of a check or money order to Agape Embassy Ministries. 
5775 Barclay Drive, Suite 7, Alexandria, Virginia, 22315. Be sure to include today's message code 011115SM. That code again is 011115SM. Visit us on the web at www.agapeembassy.org. Join us for our Sunday morning encounters at 9.30 a.m. and Wednesday evening Bible study at 7.30 p.m. We are located at 5775 Barclay Drive in Alexandria, Virginia. Or give us a call at 703-971-7202. In today's teaching, we've learned that our faith must be genuine. We must be willing to be examined so that our faith can be proved genuine or authentic. This is Dr. Mills, your radio teacher. See you next week, same place, same time. For we are rating in life through faith. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.